Johnson's Lights Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Lights products for home and industry present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Kingsman and Billy Mills Orchestra. There's only one really modern way to keep your furniture and woodwork brightly polished and protected, and that's with the new Johnson's Cream Wax. You see, Johnson's Cream Wax, unlike old-fashioned polishes, does not contain one single drop of oil. This amazing polish is a combination of highly effective dry cleaning ingredients and fine wax. In one application, Johnson's Cream Wax cleans off all the fingerprints and smudges and leaves the surface gleaming and glowing with a bright and shining luster. Once you've polished your furniture and woodwork with Johnson's Cream Wax, you can keep them clean and glowing with nothing more than an occasional light dusting. There's no doubt about it. Once you've tried this modern wax polish, you'll never go back to old-fashioned dust-catching sticky oil again. Johnson's Cream Wax is the solution for furniture polishing problems. Try it. See how simple it is to bring out the beauty of your home. Look on the bright side, shine up the right side, bring out the beauty of all. A successful marriage is often due to a wife's ability to read her husband's mind without moving her lips. And being a very successful wife, Mrs. Bolly McGee of 79 Westful Vista has been aware for about 45 minutes now that her ever-loving spouse is about to spring some kind of surprise. As we meet, Fibber McGee and Molly. Molly, I've been thinking. Dearie, I know it. You do? I do. I know all the signs. Huh? You've lit your cigar four times with a burnt match. You've been reading the morning paper upside down, and twice when a fly lit on your bald spot, you reached up and scratched the lampshade. <laughs> My gosh, and I thought you were just sitting there darning socks. Well, after all these years, I can darn socks for memory. Yeah? Just hand me a needle and a thread and a hole, and the rest is automatic. <laughs> well, let's have it. Huh? Let's have what? Your decision. Well, I decided... Hey, how did you know I made a decision? Well, I know the signs for that, too. Yeah? You brushed the ashes off your vest, uncrossed your legs, and cleared your throat. <laughs> I'm going to start wearing a mask and a football helmet around here. My brains aren't getting any privacy. Anyway, look. We haven't took a trip for some time. What do you say we take a trip for ourselves? Why, wonderful, dearie. I love to travel. Where do we go? New York? Chicago? Mexico City? Where? Downtown. <laughs> what do you mean? Downtown. Stay all night. <laughs> I thought it might be kind of fun to pack our grip, check in at the Wistful Vista Plaza, have dinner, go to a movie, maybe dance a little and stay downtown. Overnight. <laughs> well, McGee, that does sound like fun at that. Well, certainly. What do you say, Snooky? Is it a date? You, uh... You haven't asked anybody else? No, no. I've decided to go steady with you now. <laughs> well, in that case, I accept. And I think it was a wonderful idea. Fine. You call the Wistful Vista Plaza and make a reservation. I'll start packing. Okay. I'll pack for you, too, sir. No, 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 no. I'll pack. I'll pack. I mean, I know, I know what I... You just take care of your own stuff, kiddo. I can handle my... Oh, dear. 
did we ever start out anywhere in our lives that we didn't have visitors? Yeah. If we had different visitors, it would be something, but it's always the same people. <laughs> Come in. Oh, it's Mr. Wimple, McGee. So nice to see you, Mr. Wimple. Hi, Wimp, old man. Hello, folks. <laughs> Come in and sit down for a few seconds, Mr. Wimple, and chat. Sorry we haven't got time for more than that, Wimp. Packing up for a little trip. Change the scenery. New faces, new places. Guy can't let himself get stale, you know. Oh, you're so right, Mr. McGee. I remember one time, Sweetie Face... Who, Mr. Wimple? Sweetie Face. That's my big old wife. Oh. Oh, yes. I remember one time, Sweetie Face wanted to take a little trip. Wallace, she said, where do you think I ought to go? <laughs> the things that flash through my mind. <laughs> I was really ashamed of myself. <laughs> What'd you finally suggest? Well, I finally said, well, sweetie face, it depends on what you want. If it's rest and relaxation, why not buy a raft and try floating to Hong Kong? Well, if you want excitement, you might try going over Niagara Falls in a peach basket. I thought she'd be flattered when I said peach basket, but she wasn't. That's strange. But I must say that we took one trip together that I thought was grand fun. Where was that, Wimp? Out to the airport. Oh. We were supposed to fly to Bermuda, but somehow our tickets got mixed up, and I went to Vancouver, and she went to Egypt. Well, heavenly days. How do you suppose the tickets ever got mixed up like that? <laughs> oh, yeah. It isn't too difficult if you know the right people. <laughs> I paid for my whole trip by writing greeting card verses on the way. Oh, you're still grinding out hot dog roll, eh? What's you been working on, Wimp? Easter cards. Oh. Hmm. Little late, isn't it, Mr. Wimple? No, we work about a year ahead, Mrs. McGee. This is for next year. Oh, well, read this one. Go on, I love your poetry. You know that. Well, all righty. <laughs> I just wrote one that goes Easter. Oh, Easter. Oh, Easter always comes in spring when weather is the most uncertain and blue of sky is often seen through slits and cloudy, silky curtain. Oh, isn't oh, that nice. lovely? Thank you. There's another verse. Oh. My big old wife makes me go out in rain or sun to wine and feast her, and that is why, if wet or dry, I always have my big sow Easter. Well, I hope you have a nice trip, folks. Goodbye. <laughs> to the orchestra and Ola to Bear. Ain't she pretty?
Jack McGee. I'm only taking an overnight case. Uh, can I help you with yours? No, 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 no. Thanks, kiddo. I'm doing all right. I'll get mine packed. I always pack on the half and half system anyway. Half and half? What's that? Well, half the stuff I take I don't need, and half the stuff I need I leave home. <laughs> Hand me that other suitcase, will you? Two suitcases? Yep. To spend one night at the hotel in town? Sure. Here? I always like to take along enough stuff. Come in. Oh, it's Mr. Williams, the weatherman, McGee. Hello, Mr. Williams. Hi, Fogg. Hello, Mrs. McGee. Hello, McGee. Going to Washington again, I see. No. <laughs> no, this is just a short trip, Mr. Williams. We're both going this time. Oh. Well, you're going to have ideal weather for it, if you like the sound of rain against your Pullman windows. <laughs> I suppose you have to travel quite a bit studying weather conditions, Mr. Williams. I used to, Mrs. McGee. In fact, I've been in parts of the United States which the white man has never seen. Is it true, Foggy, that you traveled across the painted desert before it was even dry? <laughs> No. Oh. <laughs> no, that is not true, McGee. I didn't think it But, uh... <laughs> I did live in a remote part of Death Valley studying the effects of aridity on the human body. Aridity? Had rather a bad time, too. Got caught in a sandstorm and lost all our food supplies. Heavenly mm. days. What'd you do? Well, we spent ten days struggling across the desert on foot. Wow. Finally, more dead than alive... One of our party managed to catch some fish. Oglesby, that was. Caught some fish in the desert? Yes, yes. A Union Pacific train went by and the dining car steward threw us a few cans of salmon. <laughs> Oglesby caught them. Well, that was quite an experience. Is, uh, is Mr. Oglesby still with the Weather Bureau? no. <laughs> No, Oglesby, I'm sorry to say, left the Bureau under somewhat unfortunate circumstances. Huh? He was stationed in Los Angeles, and one May, he predicted snow. Oh. <laughs> he predicted snow in Los Angeles? It's one of they didn't lynch him and throw his body to the snarling real estate dealers. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I can see him now, leaving the office for the last time. As he walked away through the orange trees, his head bowed against the snow. <laughs> By the way, where did you say you were going? Well, uh, to tell the truth, Mr. Williams, not any place. We're just checking in at the Wistful Vista Plaza so we can have dinner downtown, see a show, and spend the night out. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. Good hotel, the plaza. Yeah. I had rather an amazing experience there during the war. You did, Foggy? What happened? I got a room. Well, enjoy yourselves. Good day. Come on, buddy. Well, come on, now. Let's go. Hotel, isn't it, McGee? You made the reservation, I suppose. You betcha. The fe best four-dollar double bedroom they have in the joint. We even got our own bath. Oh, how nice. Gas lights or electric? Oh, this is a modern hotel, kiddo. Don't worry about that. See them rubber plants across the lobby there? Yes. 90% synthetic. <laughs> well, I guess we better register, Molly. Where's the bags? The porter put them over by the desk. And I still don't know why you had to bring two suitcases just to well, stay overnight. Well, I just thought about... Oh, Wilson! Oh, Wilson! My goodness, 
McGee. They're paging Mr. Wilcox. If that kid is a page, he must be folded. <laughs> and if Harlow Wilcox... Oh, boy! Harlow Wilcox! Harlow Wilcox! Oh, uh, boy! Over here, boy. Are you Mr. Harlow Wilcox? You mean the Harlow Wilcox that sells Johnson's self-polishing glow coat that shines the dries oh. in 20 minutes or less and is made by the S.C. Johnson people of Racine, Wisconsin? Yes, I'm the one. Well, I wouldn't know about that, sir. The bell captain just said to page Mr. Harlow Wilcox. You mean you wouldn't know about Johnson's glow coat? No, I mean I wouldn't know about whether you were the right Mr. Well, gee whiz, son, I thought everybody knew about glow coat. Listen to Junior go, will you? He's got the kid trapped. He's going to have to stand there and listen or get no tip. Well, my goodness, dear. Yes, sir, son, glow coat is probably the best known protector and beautifier of linoleum in the whole wide world. See? That's because it's so efficient and so easy to use. Yeah? Yes, you just pour a little out, spread it around, wait 20 minutes or less, and your linoleum's got a coat of wax protection that shrugs at dust, laughs at dirt, and sneers at dampness. Yes, sir, but I You just... tell your mother about it, son. Just say Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. The only liquid linoleum protection oh, that will just... take... Hey, 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 waxy. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Huh? Oh, hello, Molly. Hiya, pal. Hi. Uh, here, son. Here's a dollar, and much obliged. Thank you, sir. Same time tomorrow? Yeah, same time. Okay. <laughs> well, folks, what are you doing down here? I was going to ask you the same thing, Omaha, but now I don't have to. <laughs> you figure you get a buck's worth of advertising by dishing out that loud stuff to a page boy, eh? Oh, it doesn't cost me a buck, pal. He'll give me back that dollar tonight. Why, will he? He's my nephew, Small Fry Wilcox. Oh. I pay him five bucks a week. The dollar tip is just to show the lobby patrons that Wilcox is no piker. Yeah, they should be around when you twist his arm and grab it back from him. <laughs> Look, Junior, Molly and I just came down here for a little vacation, see? Vacation, pal? <laughs> from what? <laughs> well, as long as you're asking, Omaha... From a certain salesman. Salesman? Hmm. Is that a hint, pal? Sounded like it to me, Mr. Wilcox. Well, I can take it. Have fun, kids. So long. Hi, Mr. Wilcox. Yeah. Well, come on, Molly. Let's register. Oh, uh, hey, bud. Uh, you got a room for me? My name is McGee. No, sir, I haven't. Well, why haven't you? Because I'm the cigar clerk. The reservation desk is to your left. <laughs> had the wrong counter, <laughs> I think. <clears> Hi, <throat> right, bud, my name is McGee. I phoned for a reservation a couple hours ago. Uh, what was the name, sir? Uh, McGee, Fever McGee, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, just a minute, sir, and I'll check. Uh, how do you spell that, please? Big M, small C, capital G, double E, as in G. Willikers. I see. Well, just be patient, Mr. Willikers. <laughs> I'll try to take care of you in a moment. Uh, the name is McGee. Uh, yes, Madam McGee. I'm checking. I love this. The guy looks at all the books, studies the room charts, scratches his neck, and all the time he's got enough empty rooms upstairs to take care of all the oil promoters in Arabia. <laughs> Why, if I was a hotel man, I'd hide, Doc. Huh? Hey, Molly, there's Doc. Oh, Hi, hello, Doc. Doctor. Somebody sick in the hotel? Hello, McGee. Hello, Molly. No, I just come through the lobby here on my way to the drugstore. Yeah. It's a shortcut from my office. Oh, you're full of shortcuts. Yes, besides, I'm the house physician. And if you don't mind my saying so, Doctor, I think you're the ideal type for a house physician. Ah. Thank you, my boy. What makes you say that? Oh, I don't know. I think maybe it's because from the rear you look kind of like a house physician. <laughs> Why, McGee? Don't mind him, my dear. I don't. You know the old saying, it's better to keep your mouth shut and have people think you're a fool than start talking and prove it. <laughs> Very good, Doctor. Very good. Touch A. <laughs> 
one of your own original sayings, I presume. Because I'm sure that it's just a coincidence that my great-grandmother embroidered it into a wall motto. Well, the doctor didn't claim it was original, McGee. Uh, he just said it was an old saying. That's right. The ability to quote from the classics is one mark of an educated man. But little Sir Numskull here wouldn't know about that. No, I don't know about that. Uh, is it true, gruesome, that the day you graduated from the eighth grade, you walked across the street and voted? <laughs> Certainly. I got paid for it, didn't I? You think I'm a crook or something? <laughs> and speaking of education, plasma peddler, I hear you just passed the medical examiners by the skin of your teeth. They asked you to describe the bone structure of the elbow, and you said it was just a knuckle in your arm. <laughs> my gee, I think you're just making this all up, isn't he, Doctor? Oh, well. My dear, I've known your husband for many, many years. Yes, I know. I've looked at him with a microscope, through a fluoroscope and x-ray... And if there's a word of truth in him, it's hiding behind an electron. <laughs> well, I've got to be getting off the drugstore. Need some medical supplies, do you, Doctor? No, but somebody just told me the pinball machine's out of whack and it's pay paying off like crazy. Well, that thing owes me $76. <laughs> <laughs> a sweet old character. He's old and he's a character, but... Hey, bud, you found my reservation yet? Uh, what was the name, sir? The name is still McGee, Mr. and Mrs. Fibber McGee. Oh, yes, certainly. Just sign here, please. Thank you. Now, uh, how long will you be with it, Mr. McGee? Uh, just overnight, bud. Hardly long enough to learn which hot water faucets the cold water runs out of. <laughs> hey, uh, is there a shower in our room? Well, there was for a while, sir, but so many people complained about it that we moved it into your bathroom. Oh. We'll find it in there. Uh, front, front. Uh, boy, show Mr. and Mrs. McGee to 733. I sure will, Mr. Crabshaw. Just follow me, folks. Huh? Well, I'll be doggone. Hello there, kids. <laughs> Mr. Oldtimer. Hey, how long you been a bellboy here, Oldtimer? Just started this week, Johnny. Yeah? Been laid up with a busted arm and three busted ribs before that. That's so. Had an accident. Oh, what kind of an accident? Rode my bicycle into an excavation, daughter. The danger sign fell onto my neck and I got all cut up from the glass on them lanterns. Oh, well, my gosh, old-timer, if there was danger signs and lanterns all around, how come you hit the excavation? Johnny, back in 1903, my daddy took me onto his knee and he says, Lancelot, he says... Oh, is your name Lancelot? No, Lancelot was my brother, but daddy was kind of nearsighted. <laughs> anyway, he sets me onto his knee and he says, real solemn... Son, he says, this, this is an election year. And in an election year, you don't believe anything you see, read, or hear. Oh. So when I seen all them danger signs, I thought it was just propaganda. <laughs> well, <laughs> come on, kids, I'll whoop you. <laughs> the Kingsman and Cincinnati.
just like that when I was a kid. You did? Yeah, and I had me a setter pup named Sam that used to sit on the settee while I ate <laughs> You never told me about your setter pup, McGee? I never told you about Sam the setter that sat on the settee. You never did? Well, gee, was I? Well, sir, we had this setter pup, Sam, see, and he was just like one of the family. In fact, any time we went out, we always hired a sitter to sit with the setter, and the sitter would sit on the settee, see? <laughs> but Sam likes to sit on the settee, too, like any other setter likes to sit, of course, and... As soon as the sitter came to sit with the setter, the sitter and the setter would both set sail for the settee. <laughs> Where Sam, the settee sitting setter, and his settee sitting setter sitter sat sideways snarling and scowling and sitting there staring. Well, I guess that's everything, Johnny. Yes, sir, I guess that is everything, Johnny. Yeah. If you want anything else, just call the bell, Captain, and ask for number 18. That's me. Number 18? Yep, used to be number 19, but I got demoted. What for? Lady calls the bell desk and says she wants a boy to take her dog out for a walk. Yeah? I says, what kind of a dog is it, lady? And she says, Pete. And I says, I can't, your transom's too high. Well, call me if you need a... Let's unpack 
spectacular. Okay, does this shirt I got on look all right for dinner and dancing? Well, I've seen you wear shirts that look fresher. Maybe you'd better take a clean one out of your suitcase. I haven't got a clean one in my suitcase. What? In two full suitcases with you? Yeah, I just noticed this morning I've been forgetting to put them in the laundry. This one I got on is my last clean one. Well, what are you going to do? Our laundry won't get them back to you for three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> Why do you think we came to a hotel? Hello, room service, please. I'm not hungry or thirsty, dearie, if that's what Hello, you're Hello, room service? How soon can I get some laundry back? 24 hours, eh? That's fine. Well, send right up to 733 for two suitcases full of dirty shirts. Thanks. <laughs> Well, kiddo, shall we get ready to... Hey, hey, Molly, where are you going? Where am I going? Huh? I'm going to run home and get the rest of the laundry. Oh. Rain or shine, hot or cold, every day in the year, your kitchen linoleum should be wearing a coat. It should be wearing a gleaming, shining coat of Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. Glow coat adds beauty to kitchen linoleum and makes it look its glowing best. The whole room becomes a more cheerful place to work because linoleum colors sparkle with an extra luster. The new glow coat now shines nearly twice as bright as before. And believe me, that extra luster is important in the room where you homemakers spend most of your time. It's so easy to make a kitchen bright and shining with Johnson's glow coat. You merely apply and let dry. There's no rubbing or buffing. And that protective film of wax can be kept spotlessly clean by an occasional wipe or two with a damp cloth. Yes, friends, for shining beauty, for protection, for ease in cleaning, your linoleum should be wearing a coat of Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. It really brings out the beauty of your home. Look on the bright side, shine up the right side, bring out the beauty of home. My, that dinner was wonderful, McGee. Yes, well. And it was such fun dancing again. Yeah. Well, let's get up the room, kiddo. I'm bushed. Hey, bud, uh, give me my key, will you? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, what was that name again? Oh, McGee. Mr. and Mrs. Fibber McGee. Big M, little C, capital G, double E's, and G, Willikers. Oh, yes, Mr. Willikers. Oh. Uh, just a minute. There's some mail here for you. Oh, this is ridiculous. Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> of Johnson's Wax Products, Racine, Wisconsin, bring you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. This is WMAQ, NBC in Chicago. <laughs>